It's contest time for all of our listeners in North America. Last month, we gave away DVDs to our listeners in Europe. So here's what you need to do. Between March 8th and March 21st, make sure you're following us on either Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. And to every day, retweet or repost something from the Comics in Motion feed using the hashtag Section 12. You can retweet or repost as many times as you want between March 8th and March 21st. And at the end of that time, two winners will be drawn at random to earn free comics from our greatest sponsor ever, Lenovations Press. Follow, retweet, hashtag Section 12. Good luck. Welcome to another episode of What's Topic. I'm your host, Matt, better known as Jasper Reviews, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Luke. How's it going, guys? Let me just sit up correctly, because I'm far too slouched for this. Get comfortable, get comfortable. Yeah, get comfortable. Got my orange squash. I'm all ready. I'm all mm-hmm. ready for this. Let's do so, it. So, uh, today's episode, well, there was the Division finale, which I'm sure we'll have a good good little natter about, and we are continuing our series of the Snyder DC trilogy. We're going to be talking Batman vs Superman and we're going to be talking the Ultimate Cut, which I am very much looking forward to, actually. This first first time before I watched that film. Since it come out of cinemas? Yeah. Like, all the way through. All the way through. Mm. Far superior to the theatrical cut, isn't it? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's uh, there's, there's more stuff in it and that makes a film good, I think. It's just more stuff. Okay, fair but enough. But it was it is interesting to see the extra footage, but I I, I still think it's a broken film. <laughs> uh, so I mean, we'll, well, I, I've got no news this week because I've kind of given up with that segment for now because the world has stopped still. So why don't we just talk about One Division episode nine? So the finale, cool. Uh, come out yesterday. Do you know it? Um. There was like a, a the Disney Plus service it all kind of went down because so many people were trying to stream it at once. And oh, seriously? Yeah, yeah. Apparently, apparently, just absolutely caned their servers. It's been since it's come out. It's been pretty divisive. I mean, some people say they love it. Some people say they hate it. I mean, what did you think of the One Division finale? Well, I logged out of my Twitter account in the morning yesterday because I, I wanted to avoid all form of spoilers. Very and clever. I managed to, yeah, stay off Twitter. Well, I mean, there wasn't really any spoilers, was there anyway? So it doesn't really... Uh, it was kind of a, a pointless logout, if I'm being honest with you. Yeah. Um, I think all in all, if I'm being honest, I was quite disappointed by the finale. But I don't know if that's my own fault for heightening my expectations through the amount of podcasts and theorizing we've done over the past eight weeks like i was quite disappointed because i felt the finale just went into generic yeah yeah oh bad guys just punch now it's basically what i said last week what's going to happen yeah white vision vision gonna punch her a bit throw some lasers uh agnes and wanda they're gonna twirl their hands throw some lasers at each other um kind of everything's done i mean I, I i i felt quite let down actually by the finale i, I think, think i do as well yeah they kept they just kept the wheel moving during those middle episodes not really getting anywhere and what this was the the climax that everyone just kind of punched and nothing yeah. was explained yeah I, I feel like we kind of sat through the slow burn because we mm. both theorised that shit was going to go down in the finale or the last couple of episodes, and it kind of, the slow burn built to nothing, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, Agnes, she just kind of turned out to be very generic. She was just a bad, just a bad guy. That was kind of it. There was there was no more to her plan. Haywood, he was just, he was just a dick. Just that, a that, dick. That, that, yep. Yeah, that was all that was to him. Nothing else. I mean, th- there was interesting post-credits and mid-credits, but... I'm more interested in the One Division story instead of what's to come. I agree. Should we should we tackle the post credits before we really dig deep into the episode? Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, uh, I do you know what? I know we theorise a lot, but at mid credits, you were kind of right with scrolls, weren't you? You were. You said yeah. Haywood might be a scroll. Yeah, but there I mean, was a scroll. I, I thought it was inevitable that scrolls are going to be involved in some in some way, but I mean. Although that was what the end credit scene, the mid credit scene was, I it's still, I still don't really know. It doesn't really mean anything, does it? 
Yeah, I well, like I I said, uh, I think I said last week that they, they haven't the MCU are making you not forget about scrolls. Yeah, uh, they are bringing them. You think? Well, I guess the the two pieces of MCU media that have come after Endgame, uh, Far From Home, and this have both included scrolls. So they yeah, they're, they're really trying to hammer them home. I mean. She was obviously who was she referencing a friend a friend of your mother's was it Nick Fury or was it Captain Marvel or was it Talos or was it yeah well was it Talos yeah good point I just thought Nick Fury because she was like up yeah. in the sky yeah it's got it's got to be Fury is currently isn't he yeah it's got to be Fury he's he's trying to put another team together isn't he and uh, yeah she's gonna be part of that team Avengers in space yeah I mean well uh, I'm gonna backtrack it like. That was a thing that kind of annoyed me about the series. Like, what was going on with Monica's powers? They weren't explained. She she went through the hex, didn't she? And if you think... She went through the hex, like, episode seven. No, episode six, I think she did it. And then that was kind of it. We never really... Yeah. She got her powers. That was never explained. She just got them and just kind of walked about for a bit. And Agreed. didn't do anything. Agreed. Yeah. Another throwaway. I think I, I think I, uh, when we text yesterday, I think something that I wrote was a lot of missed opportunities. Yeah. And she's definitely a missed opportunity. They could have done so much more with her. But then again, on the flip side, how much can you do with all these characters in a show which is supposed to be about wonder and vision? But, and but I think that might be a problem with the show is that it just kept trying to it just expand the MCU and give ties to the mcu like characters like darcy and jimmy woo what, what did they really do darcy disappeared for the last three episodes yeah and then she rammed her car into haywood and then disappeared again yeah she you know she went into when she went into the hex i was like oh this is going to be you know a new sort of storyline for her but nothing came of it she yeah. just got snapped out of her mind control drove drove vision back to the town for a bit he left her and then that was it that's all and then the next time we see her she just rams her car into haywards <laughs> and that's all she'd done so what was the point of her her and jimmy Woo. jimmy Woo did nothing jimmy Woo did absolutely nothing he was comic relief wasn't he that was literally what he was there for that was it is that and then there's stuff like you know in episode whatever three or four he, he said he was researching a missing person case well who was the missing person was it just? I, I get. I'm, I'm guessing that it was just a person that was missing. It was Ralph. It was Ralph Boner. Ralph Boner. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So Pietro. So oh, you know, he was in. He. I. I. For me, he was in it for one episode. Pietro. That really, that really, really fucking annoyed me. Yeah, that annoyed me as well because I thought, you know what you've done there, into hype fans up and then you it, it's a throwaway character and i just don't understand the point of it that was essentially iron man 3 level fuckery in my opinion i think i i agree I, I think it is up there with like the mandarin or yeah. trevor slatery like it really really pissed me off like I, it's just yeah. odd it's just an odd thing to do and yeah he was in it for one episode he was in it for the halloween episode and then he disappeared from there didn't he yeah and like not not just not just do it to any character from Fox. You've done it to a fan favorite. Yeah, and it's just an yeah. odd odd move. Yeah, because you know what's going to happen. You put that character in. You know people are going to talk and speculate, and then you're like, yeah. oh yeah, he was just no no, he was just a resident there. That's all that was to him. It's not even speculation. They've literally said they've pretty much just been like, this is who it is. This is Quicksilver. Like, it's I think it's a dick move. I think yeah, it's a really I, dick move, and I think it's a bad move. I think it's a really I think bad, it's a bad move. move. Yeah, I just, I just don't say it's like, oh, so that's all that was leading up to. He was just getting mind controlled by Agnes. That was all that was to it. Nothing, nothing else. So missed opportunity. Exactly. Uh, it's just there was just too many setups for basically no payoffs, or the payoffs were just awful. You know, Agnes, she was just one dimensional. How did she even get the West View? Was she just there out of chance? Was that just pure coincidence? Like, what was she doing there? This is why I said she needed her own episode. Yeah, I think she did. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't disagree. I think she does need her own episode. Like, what was she doing in Westview? Was it? Yeah, it was just, just all coincidence. Yeah, she was just it? sensed her power and just came to this random town. Like, what? It, it took all these years of uh, Wanda having these powers for her to then go. I'm now going to go to that town. I just don't get it. Like. And just her, her, her 
goal in the end was just she wanted her powers. That was it. There was no Memphisto or anything like that. And there was even um, an, an Easter egg to the Grim Reaper in episode in, two. Yeah. Yeah. And even in, in the, the opening credit. Yeah, the opening credits. Like, nah, they fucked us. <laughs> they royally <laughs> fucked us badly. But there are there are good points to the episode. Like, I enjoyed, you know, sort of uh, Wanda's goodbye again to Vision. That was quite heartfelt. Was it? I mean, how many times they killed Vision now? I've counted, uh, it must be at least three times. He, he died, he died in, no, no, four times. He died in Infinity War twice yeah then he died actually then again technically he kind of died in two episodes of this when he was like uh like disintegrating away and then he died again at the end of this so yeah. i would say he's he's died nearly five times vision yeah i've kind of not really that end scene didn't do anything for me I thought it was quite heartfelt. Quite I saw emotional. everyone on Twitter was like melting, like melting down about. I think it was actually the episode prior to this when you know when she says like I can't feel you and all that sort of stuff. Mm. I'm just like, oh my god, is everyone really getting like up about this? Like, I think it's nice because I guess I know they're doing it all over again, but in like Infinity War, there wasn't really any time. No. to mourn these characters and I guess yeah, but it doesn't matter you can't mourn them because they're going to be fucking back in a year there's <laughs> well, no Vision is back now there's the white vision flying about isn't there and that annoyed me so much as well like they had this fight and it's going really well and then the fight ends with they're talking about the ship of Theseus like come yeah. on it's ridiculous <laughs> I like that <laughs> oh I didn't like it I didn't like it no, I, I didn't thought like it nah that. Uh, but some people really do some people really have do like that and i i can understand why it's different right but nah it just didn't no 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 so anticlimactic another wasted opportunity i could see where that was going when they stopped i was like oh he's just gonna be the vision now where did he fly to he went no he went no thank you and then off he went god it was just so oh it really it's annoys just, me. It, yeah. the, the post-credit scene of the last episode as well, you see him and then you anticipate this epic sort of battle and then not just is, isn't the, the battle wasn't epic at all. They start talking about ancient Greek philosophy and then White Vision just fucks off. <laughs> it doesn't yeah, make like, it. It's yeah, ridiculous. He said, well said. Goodbye. I sound very, very negative, but I think... As a whole, I've actually quite enjoyed this series, but I just really feel like this finale really was a kick in the teeth to a lot of fans. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, because I, I kept so sort of in those middle episodes, like not much is actually really happening and it just seems to be dragging a little bit and I'm a bit worried it's all going to be kind of a mad dash to the last episode and they're not going to be able to answer everything to our full liking, which has basically happened. Yeah, Cause it, it just didn't have enough time to answer everything. No. And it's like, oh, we'll answer it in the sequels. Well, I'm not watching this for the sequels. Yeah, and I think that's a problem Batman vs Superman suffers from as well. But we'll come on to that later. Yeah, um, we will come on to that. We will come on to that. Yeah. Um, I I also I I. It's gonna sound quite bad, but like I feel like she needs to be held accountable for what she's done as well. Like she can't just walk out of this scot free. Yeah, she just Monica's like, yeah, I know you're sorry, so off you what, go. Hey, we're walking away in handcuffs. Yeah, well, I can just stop this woman. Like, no, but, like I think what what did, what, did, what did Monica say? She goes, they won't understand all you've sacrificed to them. I'm like, right. what? Like, I think at one point that Dottie character like literally says, let my daughter out of her room. Like. She's literally yeah. torturing these people. And then Monica goes, they won't know what you've sacrificed. I was like, what? Like, yeah, she put them in that situation in the first yeah, place. She's yeah. literally just been torturing these people for months. <laughs> like, <laughs> It's like me punching you in the face ten times, but not doing it the eleventh time. And I'm saying you count your blessings, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's, uh, yeah, it's a weird thing. Like, I thought they were going to be like, oh, you need help. Yeah. Let's call the Sorcerer Supreme or something. Because they do reference Doctor Strange in this. Yeah. Uh, Agnes says you're more powerful than the Sorcerer Supreme. So I thought, oh, this is going to be a time, like, maybe, like, the end credits is going to be, like, woo or something. And he's going to be like, oh, my God, we need to go help her. We need her to understand her power. 
But no, it's just her in her astral form, just reading a book. Where is Strange? Uh, don't know. I guess he just sitting in what's what's their house called in New York? Oh, I I can't remember. Oh, I don't know. He's just sitting in that house, I guess. Just. But I'm sorry, but all of this stuff is going on. This like ridiculously powerful magic which has been dormant for thousands of years and he hasn't decided to rock up and do something uh, i don't know i guess you could say that about a lot of uh, mcu films where yeah, is everyone that's his job <laughs> yeah true that is his that's his mo that's literally all he's here for that's all those years of studying in astro form was for this moment and the guy like bottled it <laughs> <laughs> well i guess you were probably pretty disappointed there was no reed richards either yeah. <laughs> he was there. He was working in the background. He was there, I'm telling you. <laughs> it's still... Yeah, that's just another thing. You know, just this kind of... She's like, oh, I know somebody. And you're like, oh, who does she know? But it was just some woman. Like, I just... They know what they were doing with all the, all these little teases. And none of them paid off in the end. Like, putting, like, an Easter egg of the Grim Reaper. Like, that's so on purpose and so deliberate in what you're doing and you're just there's no you know the whole payoff this series was why was it sitcoms well because she liked them i'm actually going to get up jimmy woo's whiteboard and see what actually got answered yeah another thing that was really annoying was the whole idea of the hex as well we really thought that was going to have some sort of meaning and it had no meaning did it yeah nope uh the hexagon shape sorry uh here's his questions he he writes uh what we don't know why he- Why hexagon sh- a hexagon shape? Never got answered. Why sitcoms? Kind of got answered. She liked them. <laughs> yeah, she liked sitcoms. Same time and space? Don't know what that means. What does that, that even mean? Yeah, what does that even mean? Is Vision alive? Kind of. And there's everything answered on his whiteboard. Kind of. But they, <laughs> but they were talking about this like hexagon shape. Like, oh, it really means a lot. Well, it was just like the hex just a bit of magic that's all it really was it was just uh yeah i don't really have anything oh, like, else sad wh- wh- <laughs> why why were things gl- why were things glitching out two episodes ago remember that when she was looking around and everything was glitching why was that happening did that get answered i probably missed it it might have done when i make a video out of this someone might tell me but did that get answered it probably it did it probably did. We're just completely... We're so pissed off at this. Yeah. That we're forgetting everything. Yeah, it just... Complete, I, know, I know you've already mentioned it slightly, but what did you make of the second post credit scene? Did you make anything of that? Uh, just like, there you go. Sequel's coming. Yeah. She's learning. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. You, think her, you think her kids are in like a... Uh, Another dimension, another multiverse, something like that. Well, I don't know, but by, uh, by this point, anything can be anything. You know, Petro is boner, and these kids <laughs> yeah. can be nothing. I'm done with speculating. Actually, forget it. <laughs> I'm yeah. done. I mean, you've yeah. I, I, my my heart went out to you as you your hours and hours of research of Memphisto and all all of this stuff. What wasted two and a half months this has been. <laughs> we got one. We got one thing right though. That Agnes was the real villain. Well, technically, but we then didn't. Again, we, we technically we didn't because we said that yeah. she was trying to summon another greater villain. Yeah. Do you think she'll come back? Come back into it because Agnes isn't really a villain. I don't think. I don't think they're intending to have her back anytime soon. But I think they've done that with her to, if they want to, they can use her. Yeah, because she said you'll need me, and in the comics, she's very much uh, like a mentor. Yeah, yeah, she she's there helping her, teaching her all stuff about magic. She's she's really not a villain. That's that's not what she is. But in this, she's just you know, she just was a villain because she needed the magic. There was no, what was her end goal? What she just got the magic and that was it. Like what, what was the consequence of her getting the magic? Didn't seem like there was any. She just got it, and then like, she was already quite powerful, but she'd not been doing anything. What she was, it wasn't like. You give me the magic and I'm going to do something bad. It was, oh, I just want to be powerful, so just give me the magic. I think it was literally to be the most powerful witch, if you will. Yeah, but then what? But then what? What was she going to do then? Then she was going to summon Mephisto and then Reed Richards yeah. was going to come in and have to sort it all out. That's right. <laughs> At least tell me what she's going to do. Like, if she's like, that would have been fine for me. She's like, oh, Memphisto, he's this whatever. 
you know, he's, you know, you saw that fly buzzing around in my house. That was Memphisto. So here we go. Give me, give me the magic. I'm going to summon him. And then, you know, they cannot, you don't have to then show Memphisto. But just let me know that there is a consequence to these actions. I thought that rabbit was going to be someone as well. Yeah, it ate a fucking bird or whatever. I thought yeah. that was definitely going to be something. Yeah. Who was her husband? Boner. Oh, was it? I think it was. Uh, he says, yeah, when the missus is giving me grief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When she's out and causing then I mischief. Thought, that was when I was like, oh, is he actually Memphisto or something? No, it was no. Ralph Boner, mate. What, what? That was her husband? Bullshit. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's quite know. disappointing, isn't it? Hmm. Should we move on from this? Let's move on. But just all in all, I actually did quite enjoy the season. I just thought the finale was shit. Yeah, overall, I enjoyed the season. It dragged and never forgot to answer the questions. And then basically said, we'll tell you in the sequels. And now I'm quite concerned about Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, so that's in two weeks. So we get to cover all that, speculate and be completely wrong again. So I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait. Can't wait. Okay, so... The Snyder Cut is coming very soon, 18th of March. So we are revisiting all of Snyder's DC films in the DCU. Also, we're not talking about Watchmen. We did Man of Steel last week, which was a, a very good conversation. And this week, we are talking Batman vs. Superman. The ultimate that, edition. The ultimate edition with 30 minutes of sweet, sweet extra footage. You joke, but it's actually so essential to the story. Yes, but the story's still ridiculous. Yeah, I agree. Uh, <laughs> I think here's the best way to tackle this. I've written some notes. I've uh, I've done a big summary section. Then I've gone into a few characters. Then we'll finish off with the fight, which, well, we'll get on to. Anyways, uh, what <laughs> do you think of Batman vs Superman, the Ultimate Edition? What's your summary? Okay, so it's the third time I've watched it, I think. Third time. Twice watching the Ultimate Edition, once watching the theatrical. And this is going to sound quite controversial, but I actually don't mind the movie. Well, that's the highest praise a film can get, that <laughs> you don't mind I it. honestly, I don't mind it. I don't think it's awful. It's definitely... Well, there you go. <laughs> it's definitely not as good as Man of Steel, but yep. I don't think it's as bad as everyone makes it out to be. What I would say about it... It's interesting. And going back and watching this again, uh, it is broken. The film is completely broken from top to bottom. There is so many issues with it. But I do kind of like it. And do you know why I kind of like it? Because it's a big swing. He's gone, fuck it. I will go for it. I'm going to throw in everything. I'm going to throw in the death of Superman. Why not? I'm going to... Jimmy Olsen, in he comes. I'm going to kill him straight away. You know, this Batman, he's going to kill two dozen people. But, um, you know, it's a big swing. There's, it, There is something creative going on. And I would say something like for the Dark World, like on a technical aspect, is probably the better film. But I much prefer this because at least it's interesting and it's creative and it's doing something. It's just not a generic film. And I would rather watch this film than I would say a lot of MCU films. Not because I enjoy it more, but just because I watch it and I go, there's a lot of stuff in this. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's a lot of there's stuff. So, there's so much in this. And it's just a huge swing. It's a swing and a miss, but I appreciate the swing. That's a very, very cool analysis. Yeah. I like and what that. I would say is like, whenever I do, I've, I've spoken a lot about Batman vs Superman on my YouTube channel. Uh, and not very well and I I get this out there immediately because I'm going to rip into this film quite a bit and a lot of people say you know it's like it's such a real film it's the realest most gritty film you know in all superhero in all the superhero genre no it's not it definitely so it a, definitely isn't no it's a big silly film and we swear about it off camera but it's a it's a real big silly film you got Batman waving around his bat brand while he's got Lex Luthor pinned against the wall, you know. You've got Batman crawling across the ceiling like he's in the fucking Exorcist. Clark Kent <laughs> jumping into baths, fully clothed, water spilling out to the side. You've got this huge toothy baby jumping around buildings, creating huge explosions, and Superman's punching him in the face. And I just think, what a silly 
mad film this is. This isn't like real and gritty, even though it's trying to go for that as well. When, you know, you got this bearded Batman who's, you know, waving his bat brand about, I just I don't take the film seriously on a real aspect, on a yeah, this is dark and gritty like the Dark Knight. This is just kinda silly and yeah, I, I, I like it for that. Totally. No, I completely echo I completely echo that. I think the first half of the movie is quite gritty, quite down to earth, and then it yes. just goes a bit mental, doesn't it? Like it descends into chaos. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think I think in particular the final third of this movie, similarly to Man of Steel, is where most of its problems lie. I think the ending of this film is quite shit and I'm quite I know Snyder has this this thing where he likes to just he thinks bigger is better. I know you also uh, feel the yeah, same bigger way. Bigger is always better. Um, bigger is always better. But Snyder seems to do that in every one of his movies and I always feel that's where most of the time he falls short in the ending of his movies. You know? Mm-hmm. Um but no, I mean I honestly think this is actually a, not a very good film. That's a complete lie. I actually think this is quite an enjoyable film up to the part where you get the whole Martha situation. And then from then on, it becomes a bit mental, a bit shit. Well, see, the thing is, the film was going for a good two hours and then finally the title of the film happens and Batman and Superman fight. And then that ends and then I looked how long was left. There was still 45 minutes of the fight left, uh, 45 minutes of the film left. And it's same with Man of Steel. You do the Smallville fight, that ends. There's still a good 30 to 40 minutes left of that film. And you're like, God, is this ever going to end? It's funny, it's like... funny actually, right? Because it actually follows quite similar beats to Man of Steel with regards to... We both said last week that we both prefer the Smallville fight to the Metropolis battle. And I'm yeah. assuming you're with me, whereas I much prefer the fight between the two of them as opposed to the fight with Doomsday. Like, that goes uh... without question. Let's get on to the fight then, because the fight, it, it, it okay, well, before, before I talk about this film, it's, it's a fantastic looking film, like everything is yeah, looks amazing incredible. looking, yeah. and this is kind of another analogy I have, if you look at all the sequences on their own, they are all brilliant, like they all look great, but you piece them all together and you realise everything just completely falls apart, so if you just watch Batman Superman fight, it's a cool looking scene but then when you think about the film as a whole the fight makes no sense it's completely avoidable it, it looks kind of cool but it's not that good like it just basically doesn't make any sense it's a five minute fight you know and i have questions like why did batman put his spear in the middle of that hole you know he saw how that fight with superman and zod went he could have ended up miles away and i would say batman got very very lucky to win that fight you know he was lucky Superman decided to grab him and fly him up to a couple of buildings over exactly where he put that spear. And, you know, he has his kryptonite gas launcher, which it all looks cool when he fires it. Why doesn't he have one with multi-rounds? <laughs> and then the point that annoys me the most is, okay, I can accept Superman fell for the oldest trick in the book, the old kryptonite gas in the face. You know, and he's a bit—he's a bit taken aback by it. That's fine. Then he and he starts to get his strength back, uh, and then he he, he gives uh, Batman a good old punch, and then he watches him slowly reload the gas canister. And I've gone back and I've watched. It takes Batman a full ten seconds to reload his gas canister, and then you watch it and you go, "What's Superman gonna do? He just flies straight back into it." Why the fuck did he? Yeah, just fly I, do you know what? Funny enough, funny enough, I actually watched that bit this morning, and I completely agree. When it was happening, I was thinking he could have dealt with that very, very quickly. He did wait a long fucking time for that, like, and yeah. he he did that because the fight needs to continue. Like everything in this, it just goes on because it just needs to continue because the fight needs to keep going. So he needed to get hit. You know, it just everything serves to always continue the film and the runtime. Uh, so, I mean, it one of the good parts of the fight I do like is when Batman's punching him in the face and then he can't hurt him anymore and like he looks scared of what the consequence is now. Now Superman's just bearing down on him. Obviously, then the fight stops with save Martha. So, By what did you? So I, I awful. Think, 
at the end of the day, like, so much has been said about this. So I don't think there's much more. No, we're add. not going to go mad into this. No. Yeah. But for me, this is all I have to add about that. It, first of all, it's dumb. It's so, so dumb. It, it doesn't dumb. make any sense. But then what doesn't make the most sense to me is how doesn't Batman know this already? He's the world's greatest detective. What, in 18 months? He didn't realise this? He didn't realise he has a mum. Or that her name's Martha. Yeah, but what reason would he have to, to research his mother? Yeah, but why would he not... Re- he, he wants to kill this man, don't forget. Why would he not research him yeah, as much course, as he but could? Yeah, of course, but we can also appreciate the fact that Batman is extremely unstable during this film. This is not the Batman we know, the smart, level-headed Batman. This guy's fucking branding people left and right. This guy doesn't care about this guy's history with regards to his family or Smallville. He just knows this guy is an enemy and he could wipe out planet Earth and he needs to stop him. He doesn't care about his mother. He wouldn't research that shit. What I would say is, for the world's greatest detective, he doesn't do much detecting in this film. Because he's got, he's lost the plot, mate. He's mental. He doesn't, he's, not, he's no longer a detective. He's just an absolute nutter. He well, can climb on walls. Yeah, yeah, and then crawl across a ceiling or yeah. that scene is so funny. That just makes me laugh. But do you know what? How's but, he doing but it? Do you know what? The funny thing is, is that up to that point, I think that scene actually looks phenomenal. Like when it looks great, and then he's up in the yeah, corner. Awesome. Of the, of the and then out of nowhere, he just fucking like, <laughs> like yeah. Yeah, spider crawls <laughs> out. Like it's so. And, I, and that was when I was like, do you know, what? actually, this film isn't like the. How can you be like, oh, this is so real, and then you have a, you have that scene in it. Yeah. It just makes me laugh. Yeah. Uh, do you want to talk about Batman then? Do you want to have a little chat about... I've got some notes on Batman. I made a whole section for him. I love... First of all... Sorry, you go, on. You go first. Yeah, go on. I was going to say, first of all, Affleck looks great, doesn't he? I love, it's like I love the best him. he's ever looked. I love him. I, 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 love, I love him as Bruce Wayne. I love him as Batman. I love him in his, his main suit. I love him in his uh, Dark Knight Returns suit. I just love everything about Batman. Apart from the fact that he wields guns. But everything else I really enjoy about him. Do you think Snyder just kind of searched the coolest looking panels in the Dark Knight Rise, uh, the Dark Knight Returns comic? Yes, because he does say in that uh, no guns, basically they're, they're the weapon of the enemy, and we will never use them, and then breaks them in half. Uh, you know, he, he he has free rules, Batman: no drinking, no guns, no killing, and he breaks all three, which is fine. If there's some sort of explanation for it, but this is just who this Batman is, it seems. I, I'd argue that there is kind of an explanation. You, like I said a minute ago, like you can see that he's become extremely unstable. Like Jeremy Irons says it multiple times to him, like you know you're feeling the rage and all this sort of stuff, you know. But that's kind of all he does. I also side note, Jeremy Irons as Alfred is fantastic. He's an incredible Alfred. I, I was I actually say, sorry, go on, go on. They're all everyone's cast very well in this film, except for one person. Gal Gadot. Talk about. Uh, no, Gal Gadot is well casted. I don't think she is. I hate her. Oh, fair enough. Can't stand her. I can't stand her. Oh yeah, and Eisenberg. But I, I can't stand Gal Gadot in this film. But anyway, sorry. Go on. What I would say about Batman in this is basically the film can't decide who he is because they're treating him like a new character, like a like. This is a new superhero. But then the film is reminding you that he's been around for 20 years. So Clark Kent is like, who's this Batman guy? This is weird. And I'm going, I'm thinking, but if you do some research, you would realise this guy's been operating for 20 years. And maybe he isn't the bad guy. But everyone around him seems to be treating him as like a new character. And this Batman guy has come along and look what he's doing to people. Yeah, but there's not like a point in it where they go... Well, hold on. He was, you know, they could say he wasn't like this before when he was operating. Now he's come back and become more brutal. But it just seems like everyone's acting like he is a new character. But then, yeah, the film just says he's been around for 20 years. No, I, 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 I once again, I, I get the impression that what they were going for, like I said already, already was that he's operating in completely new ways. Like once again, Alfred says to him like, oh, you're branding people now. And yeah. then that woman says as well, doesn't she? When this isn't actually in the theatrical cut, this is only in the ultimate edition. When uh, when Clark Kent goes to speak to the uh, the wife of the guy that got put in prison, and she says yeah. about how he's been branded, that's essentially a death sentence. Like, who is he to determine like who lives and who dies, sort of thing. I I actually quite like that. I quite like Side that note. route. 
Side note, he was your husband was a human trafficker, love. Of course, and and you're trying to yeah that part like I I kind of get what they were going for, but I was like perhaps if his crime wasn't so horrific, yeah. <laughs> I would yeah. care more. Yeah, but his crime was horrible, and then Clark Kent's like, hmm, perhaps he went too far with this guy by branding him. No, fuck that guy. Yeah, but you can't really fuck have Batman, guy. like, branding someone that, like, robs a liquor store, can you? Like, I mean, he goes into prison and gets eaten alive by, like, the people <laughs> in there. Like, It just annoys me that, like, he's supposed to be a detective. He didn't do any detecting. Um, I think we need to talk about... I, everyone's, everyone's spoken about this, but he kills at least a couple of dozen of people in this film. I estimated. Yeah. At least a couple of dozen. Yeah, particularly in that warehouse scene. Yeah, he murdered everyone, and he made sure he murdered everyone in that scene. Yeah. Especially the scene, you know, when he's... Uh, the car chase scene. Which, again, both of them are good sequences, but then when you stop to think about how they're operating within the film, they, they're, they're suddenly... they're not good. In, like... So, talking about the car scene, he, he's chasing after these guys with kryptonite, then uh, Superman stops him. What Superman don't care doesn't care about the guy who was just wielding a fucking bazooka. Yeah, that that, that of yeah. not interest to it. Yeah, him? that really really takes me out. I, I once again I noticed that when I was watching it last night. Like he just turns a corner and randomly Superman's just standing in front of the Batmobile. Yeah. Like what about the yeah that I agree that, that it, tonally that's all wrong. That part was completely yeah, all wrong. It, yeah. Like Superman knows he's. He's he is stopping criminals. That is what that is what he is doing. But he's he's not liking the way he is doing it. Yeah. So what? He's not interested in the lorry where there was at least three or four goons who all had guns and bazookas. And he's like, no, no, no. I'll stop Batman and then I'll fly away. But it all looks great. It all looks like like the look of it is just fantastic. Yeah. You know. He, the suit, both of their suits look great. You know, even the, the even the line that I, I love that do you bleed. Yeah, do it's you bleed. incredible. Yeah, and it, like as a, as a, if if all of this, you know, all every like most sequences in this would all work as a short film. Yeah, if you saw a short, you're like, wow, that's cool. Like Batman, and Superman are gonna fight each other. But then in the in the essence of the film, I'd go. But why, why, is, why is Superman not stopping those people? Yeah, it's just. I think bizarre. I think where this film falls seriously flat, and it it goes to this whole tonal idea we're getting when is that this film really should have been probably three movies. I feel like there's probably three films going on in one. Yes, there's a lot of catch up to be done. Yeah, and I think I don't know if it's Snyder or if it's studio interference, but they're trying to make. I wrote it down they're trying to do. Uh, they're trying to do so many comic stories. So they they try and do a Dark Knight Returns story. They try and do you know obviously a Batman film, Death of Superman. They try and do a Justice League prequel and a setup for future films. Like you've got, you know, not just the Justice League in the email. You've got, uh, you know, alluding to a Robin is dead, alluding to the past things that have happened. You're also got Thomas and Martha Wayne who were uh, who had. Jeffrey Dean Morgan and I forget the late lady from Walking Dead. Walking Dead. You've you've made major casting in that to hint to perhaps a Flashpoint story. There's just there is just so much. You're introducing Lex Luthor. You're introducing Wonder Woman. It, there's just like we said, there is just so much in this film. There is just it's a big swing and it's a big miss. It, I think a Man of Steel sequels the, the film they should have done. I think really what they should have done is they should have, that they should have made a Man of Steel sequel and then they should have made a Batman film. Yeah. Or you could have done Man of Steel sequel. You know, he kind of... you you got to just kind of get that character right for the world. Yeah. You just got to... And oh yeah, also, that's another thing this film's trying to do. It's trying to act as a sequel to Man of Steel. But you you got to get him right. If you say, right, we've got that character working now. Now we can do our Batman versus Superman. I, I, this is kind of how I feel that the film should have went if you were to make it work. You should have had something like Superman working for the government. Yeah. Because you do get that scene at the end of Man of Steel where they're like, how are you not going to act against our interests? And you could just start this film by saying, yeah, he decided that actually to stop all everyone so against me and, you know, all this sort of some people for me, some people against me. 
I'm now just working for the government because I'm just trying to do right. Yeah. You know, I'm just trying to do the best thing. You know, he's being naive. And then they're saying, right, you need to go to stop this Batman guy because he's like, he's what he's doing is way out of his sort of pay grade. He's not, you know, he shouldn't be doing this. And then you start the film from there. And then Batman can have his problems with him from Metropolis and do it like that. Yeah, I agree. I completely, yeah. Totally. Totally. Do you want to talk about the opening scene to this not batman's parents death is a scene which obviously i don't need to see anymore but let's talk about that let's really break down that opening scene of uh his parents getting shot i never need to see that again it's actually quite brutal you know it's never looked better he he pretty (laughs) much he pretty much like puts a gun like point blank on martha wayne's face yeah I, i i really really that's one thing about this film as well before we talk about the whole metropolis scene I can't believe this film is a 12. Well, the Ultima cuts an R rating, isn't it? I don't... Look, I'll show you. 12. Oh, yeah. I couldn't believe oh, yeah. it. It's fucking violent. Like, that scene where he gets stabbed to death in prison by um, Thingy Majiggy. Um, by C.T. Fletcher. Yeah. It's, <laughs> that's violent as hell, man. Like... But anyway, sorry. Completely off topic. Um, I love the opening scene of this film. What a great opening scene. Incredible. And I wrote here that it's such a creative and clever way to talk about the problems with the previous film and turn that into, you know, a storytelling mechanism. I think that's a really clever idea. What a cool idea. And he, and he's running around like as Bruce Wayne, he's not got his gadgets and when he's running into all that dust and debris. That's brilliant. It's it's amazing. Yeah. It's fantastic. Everyone else running the other way and he's just running into that debris. I think that's phenomenal. What a great shot that is. It does make me laugh, though, that all the workers in his uh, building were just watching yeah. the terraform <laughs> machine. Why were they not leaving? Yeah, like it just—it just makes it just, like I, I went back and I paused it. People were working behind him. There's like people on computers tapping away, <laughs> and I, and like he looks out the window. The terraform machine has killed every building like, that was in within this radius. They're the only one left, and like the glass is breaking. And he's like, right, Bruce's on the phone. We're all gonna leave. Yeah. What? Some guys go like, No, no. I've got you know. I've got I've got a big spreadsheet to get through yeah. today. I can't. I can't. <laughs> you know. You you walk out. Yeah. No. Yeah. That does make me laugh. That I did think that was a bit strange thing. to be putting in but what a cool way to establish why batman doesn't trust doesn't like superman i think it gets wonky and falls apart the motivations but it's a good jumping off point oh totally and it makes us look at it in a completely different light as well doesn't it you know yeah yeah and 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 i say like there's problems that metropolis fight but at least you've turned that and gone no that's now the motivation for someone so I'm like, yeah, cool. Actually, I don't mind it so much. Now. I think they purposely, they purposely make that look like um, Ground Zero, 9-11. Yeah. They do that so purposely to make everyone really, really feel like, shit, like this hit hard. Like this killed thousands and thousands of people. Um, and do you know what I actually love? <laughs> I love that the ending of this film, when they make it so clear that like, oh yeah, this island ha- is completely in it. There's no one on it. Or thank God yeah. it's night time. Most people have, are home from work now. Like, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, what, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. what What happens? What? So uh, before, obviously, we had lockdowns. What? When uh, five o'clock hit, London just become a ghost town, did it? Is <laughs> yeah. that all that happened? You don't go out after five, yeah. <laughs> yeah, after, and what? Is that why so many people died in Metropolis? Because it was a Thursday at 4.30, so no one had got home yet. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? That, that just made me laugh. And that's parts I don't like. When then you're pandering. Yeah. Like, you know, when Doomsday falls back down from space and they're like, he's on Strikers Island. That's uninhabited. Oh, well, great then. Well, fuck me. Do whatever you like. Yeah. Then. Yeah, it's just that stuff is does really take me out of it because I know they talk when they're doing that. You're talking directly to the audience. Absolutely. And you're saying you didn't like what happened last time. Don't worry, we've corrected that. So despite all the destruction and damage, no one's dying. So don't worry. Yeah, just enjoy uh, it. I've I have one more point about Batman. Just very quickly, because uh, obviously he kills a lot of people in this, and my worry is. Obviously, we're not going to get the films now with Ben Affleck. But when I first watched it, I was like, how do you pull back from that? How does he not immediately kill the Joker or Deadshot? How does he not just straight away do that? Because 
there's no scene in this where Alfred talks to him about not killing or killing people. And I think that would have helped a lot more if there was something like that, saying like, you know, you didn't used to do this. I know you've lost a Robin along the way and like shit has went down, but like you need to calm down because this is not right. And it's just stuff like he's flying his bat plane and there's a car with a with a machine gun shooting at him. And I'm like, well, what kind of what gadget has Batman got up, up his sleeve to get out of this one? It's just a bigger machine gun. gun. Yeah. Yeah. Just an even bigger gun. I wish we could have seen that Ben Affleck Batman movie. Yeah, that would have been great to see. That was my biggest actually oh, yeah. thing coming out of this movie. I just thought, I really, really want to spend more time in Gotham City with, with Ben Affleck's Bruce Wayne and Batman. Yeah. 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 yeah man. Let's talk a little bit about Lex Luthor. Let's. So I have a few issues with Lex. I, can I say something so, pretty? I always used to just... I always used to say, like, for the, the past two times I watched this film... I always said he didn't deserve all the flack he was getting. The script isn't good for his character, blah, 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 blah. I've completely changed my opinions on that now. I thought he was appalling. Appalling. He's always got, he's always got his little sound effects. I'm going to edit in a little uh, sound effect montage. But it, it's just bizarre. He, he's built that character. Jesse Eisenberg has built that. They've, all, they've obviously said, do it like this. And he's done it like that. And they've built the character around that. But I've, I've I noticed here's, here's here's one major problem with his plan. So first of all, why does he need Batman? That's never established. Why is it Batman? He why is Batman needed to kill Superman for him? That doesn't make any sense. And do you want to know why? Because he's got a hard drive full of loads of superpowered beings. Why doesn't he just get one of them? He could have easily convinced the Flash. I feel Aquaman would be happy to have a bar brawl with Superman. I reckon. <laughs> why could he have not got one of them? Yeah, good point. Well, it's just just stuff like that, you know. And what I hate about him, he's a bad guy who just has everything figured out. And why does he have everything figured out? Well, because the script needs him to. It, it doesn't, you know, Batman takes the kryptonite from him. Oh, that was part of his plan all along. It's like, but this doesn't make sense. He's just a villain who has every, everything is planned out meticulously somehow and every eventuality he is already thought of but it just doesn't make any sense to be honest why does he want batman dead why why is that so key and i you know do you know why it is because the film needs a reason to complete its title yeah 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 and i hate his hair because it's only there to be shaved off in the end agreed only reason he has shoulder length hair. Agreed. Because then at the end they can be like, look, he's bald now and now he's Lex. When um when they when um I was watching it last night, um you know that scene where he puts the sweet in that guy's mouth. <laughs> yeah. You know yeah. yeah, you know that's you know that scene, right? They um oh, that's another thing. Sorry, about how this is a bizarre, silly film yeah. and he's putting cherry sweets in a guy's mouth. Makes no sense. It's just so it's so odd, right? But like I was watching it and then I, I forgot that like it it cuts away from that from that scene. Like, you know how it says something like he's telling him what he wants. He's saying he wants access to the alien ship. He wants this. And then it cuts off and like it comes back. When it first cut off, I was like, oh, wow. In the ultimate edition, they've completely cut out the bit where he puts the sweet in the mouth. No, they didn't. It's still there. <laughs> it's awful. It's so awful. It just, oh, uh, why didn't they cast Brian Cranston? Yeah, Cranston would have been better. Cranston. Joe you know would have been good. Joe, you know someone else who would have been good. Um, uh, the man who plays who's the villain in Breaking Bad oh Gustavo Fring Gustavo Fring he would be a great Lex he would have been a great Lex he'd be a great Lex uh, 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 Gina Carlo es- es- Esposito or something yeah. yeah he would be a great Lex because the idea of Lex is though, even though the Justice League can be chasing him at every time trying to throw this man in jail he still became the president of the United States. Yeah. Why? Because he's just that good. Yeah. He's just that smart. He is he's got everything together. And this is something I don't like about Lex. He is insane. And I think, how the fuck is this guy running day to day? Like how's he even putting his shoes on in the morning? Yeah. Because he's just you know, he he does a speech and it's all about 
gods and stuff like this. Like you're not even making any sense. Yeah. Like, h- how are you? How are you doing? All oh this? yeah. Not... That scene where he invites them all to the thing is so awful when he's doing his and, speech. Yeah. yeah. It, it, he's talking to all these people about his business, and he's he's just talking about thunderbolts and Zeus, and then he like screams, "That's paradoxical!" Yeah, 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 and then yeah. he says, "Thank you," and everyone's like, "Ha ha ha!" That's just Lex, and I'm like. How is this guy running a multi-billion-dollar company? Like he, he can't even get his shoes on in the morning. That's how like <laughs> off the charts, insane. He yeah, is. he'd work as maybe like the Riddler, but not as Lex Luthor. Agreed. The point of Lex is yeah, very good that, Riddler. Actually, it's a very good point. Actually, now you just said yeah. that. It's a good. He's no Paul Dano though. He's no Paul Dano. But sorry, guys. No, Paul Dano would be good. Yeah. It, it, yeah. The point of Lex is that despite his limitations as a human, he can still go head to head with Superman because he is just so smart and he is just so he can twist situations to suit his needs. This guy, he's just off his nut. One last thing about him. He, he, he wants an import license. That's what he wants from the Senator. Doesn't he? Well, he's already hired mercenaries and killed a load of people. Why does he want the import license? Yeah. Just smuggle it in, yeah, mate. Exactly. Just smuggle it exactly. in. Exactly. Yeah. And then he does just smuggle it in in the end, doesn't he? Uh huh, he does, yeah. So, what, what was the point of uh, the import license? It's bizarre. Yeah, you're so right. Also, man. side note the only person who does any um, detective detecting in this film is Lois Lane. And she's just running around the Lex bullet. Yeah. She's like. Who, who sanctioned this Lex Luthor bullet? Who sanctioned it? Who do you think? Who do you think is behind it? And then you've got fucking Martian Manhunter who's like, oh, not touching that. Why? I Get in the fight, Martian Manhunter. Is he, is he definitely Martian Manhunter? That's what they say. And that's a, that's a thing that annoys me about the Doomsday fight. What's Martian Manhunter doing? Get in the fucking fight. Well, hold on, we Hell don't know that he is Martian Manhunter. We don't know this. He's, he said he was going to be. Who Snyder did. Yes, oh, no, that's said it. bullshit. That's just because loads of fans have been saying it, and now he's come out to jail. It was my plan. That's bullshit. Yeah, now he. Well, I think the the rumor is Manhunter's going to. Oh no, I don't think they ever filmed the scenes for it, did they? I've no they idea. Ne- he said that was the plan. I think the plan was in reshoots. He was going to do Martian Manhunter, like back in 2017. Didn't do the reshoots, and then I think the only stuff they've re- they say they've reshot for this is the Joker stuff. Oh really? Those are the only only reshoots, yeah. Interesting, interesting. Uh, I mean, I had I had some notes on Superman. I, I've got really nothing to say about him. He's a pretty nothing character yeah. in this film. His arc doesn't really very get expanded, stagnant. does it? Yeah. Why does he hate Batman? Well, because he's doing bad stuff that he doesn't like. Like his motivation, I just don't believe his motivation. Yeah. To not like him. Yeah. And then the film has to make up a reason by going, oh, he has Martha. And it's like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, and then he go, he go, he goes to him and he's like, we need to talk. And then pushes him half a mile away. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. He literally fucking flies. <laughs> like, But it looks great, doesn't yeah. it? And that's the thing we always say, like the sequences all look great and it looks great. It looks cool. But then I think you, you're saying like, there's no time. And then he's like, fucking have that. I, I, I then, don't believe that Superman had any intention to hurt Batman, though, if that makes sense. He went in completely. Yeah, but then, okay, so he doesn't want to fight. But then he gives gives that up after what? Being hit by a couple of machine gun bullets ineffectively. That's enough to enrage him. And he's like, oh, well, sod it then. Yeah, but he still was like holding back. Like, if he wanted to end that fight, he could, as he says, if you were, if I wanted you dead, you'd be dead already sort of thing. Yeah, he says two very Superman lines in this. If I wanted you dead, you'd be dead already, and I'll take you in without breaking you. <laughs> very Superman-esque lines. Yeah, the man of hope. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing... Set. There's one thing I noticed about this, and I'm going to edit this in again in the in the video, that... Did you notice, you know, when he, he walks up, you know, he's all depressed, and he walks into the mountains... And uh, he meets his dead, dead dad, yeah. and he tells him a story about drowning horses, and he's like, "Thank you, I, I feel much better now." Uh, <laughs> did you notice Jonathan Kent's uh, accent is completely different? No, I, I it's didn't. Completely, he's talking like this gruff, 
like deep south accent i'll i'll show you when when it comes out but it's really weird that story makes no sense he's just like yeah i ate my hero cake but that cake was full of tears because i killed the horses that whole part of the film just tipped me out of the film yeah i thought he was gonna make his fortress of solitude yeah i thought oh here we go this way he's gonna make one and he's gonna like sit down for a bit and have a cup of tea and feel a bit better. <laughs> One more thing, actually, before we completely move on. Um, there's something which I found really, really, really funny. And I don't know if you paid attention to this. I love in the warehouse scene where Batman's fighting, which I think is incredible, by the way. Whenever he gets a hit, like a really bad hit, like there's a point where he actually gets shot in the head. Like he gets shot in, in his arm or his head. And the sound he mm. makes is phenomenal. It's, yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, it's like it's like Bane esque though. It's like kind of like Bane. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> like, it's really good. What, I mean, the, the warehouse fight is cool, but like he gets shot in the head like three times. I'm like, well, what 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 are the risks here in the fight? He seems pretty in the. How is he going to lose this fight? What he just gets smothered by goons and they shoot him in the mouth hole. Was that the the only way he lost? Could happen. Like it, yeah. It looks cool, but then when he's getting... I don't like when he gets shot in the head because it's like, well, if he's at no risk then. he's If he's been shot point blank and it all it does is make him make a noise, what's the risk? Yeah, but he's, like, he's, been, he's been around the block for a few years now. He's armoured. Yeah. I'll tell you what I do really like about... Uh, the one thing I really like, he gets stabbed in the shoulder. Yeah. And then he like he looks at the guy and he gets him against the wall and like, as revenge, he stabs him in the yeah, shoulder. Yeah, it's wicked. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. It's cool. Okay, so side note before we move on. One funny thing that is something that is really funny in this is obviously they got Martha Kent there and they're like, if anyone comes, you kill her immediately. Batman comes. First of all, they don't kill her immediately. They should have just shot her at that point because then they could have left. Just shoot her and leave because Batman would probably leave as well. He'd probably go, hmm, well, not much I can do here. Yeah. But what makes me laugh is they're like, oh, okay, so Batman's out there. And they've got a fucking Gatling gun, like huge yeah. semi-automatic machine gun pointed at Martha Kent. <laughs> what the fuck is Martha Kent gonna do? <laughs> Don't they get a uh, flamethrower out as well or something as well? Yeah, they got a flame. You got, you got the guy who's got the huge machine gun, like the six-foot-long machine yeah. gun, like up to Martha. Like, don't try on your funny business, Martha. And they're like, and for good measure. We've got flamethrower on you. Jesus Christ. Get it on Batman when he comes in. Jesus not Christ. Martha Kent. Fucking hell, Martha they're, they're, Kent. they've got a flamethrower and a machine gun on Martha and then they're using a knife on Batman. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. Come on. <laughs> the, yeah, like when he's he's got the he's got the gun and I'm like, Oh, what's Batman gonna do out of this? Oh, he's just gonna shoot him. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair play. Let's talk about thing i don't like in this film before we we wrap up the death of superman uh so have you ever read the death of superman no no it's not a good comic. i know i know it, i know all about it though i think i've actually watched yeah. the animated uh film yeah it's uh it's, it's it's not a great comic but the point of the death of superman is doomsday beats all of the justice league like he's wiped everyone out wonder woman included and he is the only one left. And he's like, this is it. You know, it's all down to me. I'm the only one who can stop this person. But in this, he's like, oh, it has to be me. I have to do it. Wonder Woman, on looking back, is handling herself very well in this fight. I would say she is probably doing just as well, if not better, than uh, Superman. So why not give it to her? Give her the spear. There's no need for you to make this sacrifice. I, obviously, you can't give it a Batman because he would die immediately. Batman, but Batman, had contributed nothing. nothing. He's like, he's like, uh, you know, when Homer disappears into yeah, the bush. Yeah, literally. That's literally, Batman. Is <laughs> and that's the thing I like is he is he fires off his little shockwave, and and the point and then he, like Superman and Wonder Woman are standing there blocking it and you see like Batman scoot off and he like jumps under a wall <laughs> but I like that though because that is Batman like he can't like he can't yeah, fucking course, fight do? Doomsday can he yeah yeah and I do like that that is like what's, what is he gonna do and whenever he does come in contact with Doomsday he's like got no fucking chance yeah exactly but I just don't understand why he had to make why did he have to make the sacrifice why did he need to do that I guess Wonder Woman wouldn't be able to get the height on it that he that he got. But she is proficient in shorthand combat. She's been wielding a sword this whole fight. 
Give it the hurt. I'm not sure she just... had the speed to be able to penetrate the skin of Doomsday in the way that Superman can. But it's just the way he's like, it has to be me. I'm the only one. It's not like Wonder Woman is now out of the fight and obviously Batman is just a man. Why do you have to do this? And then obviously the film ends and everyone loves Superman. And I don't understand. Yeah. If I lived in this world, I would say, hmm, well, I'm glad Doomsday's dead. But I'm also glad superman's dead i think because yeah. he's brought a lot of uh fucking madness here yeah i'm glad he's there's a real change that. of heart very quickly isn't there it changes very yeah. quickly he goes from being this someone who a lot of people hate to all of a sudden being a national hero in like a second but why does everyone why does everyone love him now when before everyone hated him in the previous fight because it was just mayhem and who are these people and to me, it just seems he's had exactly the same fight. No, it was night. It was night time. It, it was night time. The uh, the island was yeah. uh, uninhabited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the the essence of the fight is the same. Yeah. So why are you like ah? That's the one that changed my mind. No, no. One time, hmm, maybe not. But he's done it twice now. So <laughs> I like him. I, I like what he's about. So I, I, another side note, um, it's just come to me. There's a funny scene in this when. Uh, Martha Kent says to Superman, he's like, you know, be the hero or don't. You don't owe this world a thing. And I thought, no, he does. I'm sorry, but he's Superman now. Yeah. He, he, A lot of what's happened is because of him. I'm sorry, he's just got to do it. He has to be, he has to give it at least two, three years of Superman. He's got to, he's got to, he's got to do it. Yeah, he, every, every, all the, everything that's going on in the world right now is pretty much direct consequence of his actions. <laughs> he, he, he's Superman. You overworld quite Don't a tell lot, him mate. Yeah, you overworld quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, get on with it. So, I, I just don't like the idea that, you know, and then all the report is like, death of a hero, you know, the world mourns. But the whole film has told us throughout, no one really likes Superman. Like, who actually likes Superman? It seems some do, some see him as, you know... What well, the other main character in this film hates him and wants to kill him until he realizes his mother's name is Martha. <laughs> but what? Why does everyone love him? I just don't think the death of Superman was a story that needed to be told. No. And I think Snyder does something bad here, and he writes so many people into corners, like killing Jimmy Olsen. Why did he have to kill Jimmy Olsen? Yeah, J- Jimmy Olsen's a great character. I don't mind him not being in this film because he doesn't suit the tone of the film. But you can save him for someone else that wants to tell a story. Yeah. Why does he have to die? And then, like, you know, you, you've you now used up the Death of Superman storyline, which is a storyline that, you know, it could have worked in the same way Tony Stark's death did. Yeah. You didn't need to do that story right now. I just don't understand it. And then he... he it doesn't matter anyway, because within five minutes, you learn that he's still... That is so, so it, annoying. That end shot is so infuriating, isn't it? Yeah, it's weird because in the Dark Knight re- uh, Returns, Batman dies. And then he gets put in the ground and Superman's there at his funeral. But then he hears a heartbeat and he just smiles and he lets it go because he knows he's coming back. And I thought that was kind of going to be what they did here, but like in a little like sort of 180 on it. But they don't. It's like, oh, you know, no, he's come back. Don't worry about it. It's like, oh, okay. Well, then who cares? Yeah, so this whole last, this like, whole, yeah, it's been for nothing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he died. Everyone mourned. But it's like, oh, but don't worry. Within within 10 minutes. Within 10 minutes. It's just bizarre. Yeah, it's awful. It doesn't make any sense it's awful. to me. Yeah, I completely echo that. Completely echo everything you've said, mate. I mean, I don't, I don't have uh, anything else to say. I mean... I'll add one more thing. Couple... And that's just regarding oh. Wonder Woman. Yeah, go on. Why do you? Why don't you? I just like feel her? like she's just such an irrelevant part in this movie. She just didn't need. To... She is. Do you know what? I will. I'll echo that. She is irrelevant. What's she doing? She in doesn't this story? need to be in it. The, the only reason she's in it is to is because of the Justice League. Because we're building up to the Justice League. That's literally it. Yeah, I agree. She's she's not adding. She's not participating in the story anyway. Changing the actions. She's just kind of about yeah. and. I don't really understand the need for her. She could have... Joe, I would have bear, not have her in the whole film. And then she turns up at the end. Yeah. To be like, yeah, I'm Wonder Woman. You know, you probably need some help here. Yeah. 
But, but getting the fight, Martian Manhunter, God, that annoys me. He's firing nukes at him. <laughs> He's firing nukes at him. Get him the fight. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Get him a ring, mate. Get him a ring. Yeah, it just doesn't It just doesn't make it... Like That's what I mean. Like Everything doesn't make sense. All the sequences are great. i tell you what I do hate. The Justice League email. I mean, we've spoken about it previously. Oh, it's awful. It's just trailers. It's yeah. And uh, Joel you know kind of makes me laugh is... Uh, 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 cyborg's dad is filming everything and he's like yeah it's nothing's working nothing's working then it starts to work and he's like oh best turn the camera off no <laughs> document it <laughs> you fucking idiot oh no it's so, that Aquaman yeah. one which is one that's what the works that's very much like Merman from uh, Zoolander you know that yeah. advert he does yeah, in yeah, Zoolander yeah, yeah. it's appalling uh, yeah it's, it's weird so weird so slow and he just comes yeah. out and like oh it's awful yeah, 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 yeah. so yeah but then so you know we've ripped on this film i, I kind of like yeah i honestly it. i I, I, like I, I don't hate this film i genuinely i do not hate this film it's just it's got a lot of stuff and it's interesting and it's very interesting to break down i, I and i'd rather watch this than a lot of other mcu films so yeah all in all, it's a bad film, but I kind of. You like prefer it. Man of Steel? I prefer Man of Steel. Yeah, so like, yeah, definitely. Same. Absolutely same. Yeah. Well, I think that's everything we have to say on that. That that was a good in depth discussion. You can follow us at What's a Topic Pod at Twitter, and you can follow me at Jasper underscore Reviews on Twitter, and Luke at Elfiarka. And uh, yeah, thank you again for listening. Thanks, guys.